if you optimize for readers, you op are optimizing for Google, right? So Google's looking all the time at how readers are interacting with content and they're rewarding the best content with the highest ranking materials, right? So, um, you know, and best, best content's defined as like user engagement and bounce rates and, and, and you, know, all, you know, time on page. And it's, it's really the users that vote, that vote to tell Google what the best search intent is, right? Just by how it's doing. And then it's, and then it's just speeding that up the, the rank itself. So by optimizing for readers, you are optimizing for Google. So I'm excited to uh, introduce you today to Michael Umansky. He's the CEO of Inc. And uh, they have a very cool content marketing optimization tool that we're going to talk to you about and also talk to you about the state of content optimization. But first, TalkWalker just released its 2021 social media trends report, which is a deep dive into social media marketing strategies uh, that will be most effective for 2021 based on interviews with influencers and research from their social media monitoring intelligence platform. It's an amazing report. Uh, you don't want to miss it. And you can download a copy of that at ericschwartzman.com forward slash talkwalker. And I just put that in the link if you want to grab it there. Uh, so what if I told you there was an easier way to streamline the content optimization process? And what if I said it was free? You would not believe me, right? You'd think it was too good to be true. But sometimes if you catch a new tool before it goes mainstream, while the company behind it is still in growth mode, building their user base, you can ride for free, at least for a little while. And so today we're going to talk to Michael Umansky, CEO of Inc., a content technology company dedicated to content performance optimization and driven by a vision of a world where storytellers control their own search destiny. Um, he has a tool called Inc. for All. I've been testing it for about six months. It was introduced to me by Sarah Evans. And um, I've also been using it with some of my clients and it works very well particularly for those writers who don't have an SEO background. Um, and that's the objective of the company, to enable storytellers to optimize their own content without having to worry about technical SEO. Um, Inc. for All can be used to optimize content for readers and Google during the content creation process. Michael, welcome to the Earn Media Hour. Hey, thanks for having me. It's awesome. Yeah, thanks for being here. So, so let's just start at square one. What is content performance optimization? Yeah, um, so content performance optimization is, is really, we look at it in like three types of things, right? It's, it's how do you craft content to be one found, right? Then if you are found, how do you make that content engage with your audience? And then ultimately, how do you get it to convert, right? And so, the, you know, the content... If it doesn't perform, you know, why are people spending so much time, money, energy, and resources on creating if it's never going to be found, right? And so the CPO, we call it CPO, the Content Performance Optimization, um, it, it really at Inc., it's, we built it so that um, we can really focus on 
that optimization, that, that whole throughput of engagement or being found engaging and ultimately converting. And, and that's really the basis of why we, you know, why we looked at the market the way we did, because we were having challenges ourselves in, in that very well, very well. Yeah, I mean, I've always felt like, you know, before you write content, you should do some keyword research and sort of map it out based on popular keywords and popular language before you start writing, because it's always so hard if you just write something to then shoehorn in the keywords without gutting it. And so, so what's the best way to optimize website content? Yeah, um, so if you think about it, everything about digital marketing is competition, right? I mean, that's, that's basically, it's almost a, it's a zero sum game to some extent. So you have to have a strategy to win and you have to know your market. You have to know and understand your persona. And then the problem is you gotta, you gotta, you know, research takes a ton of time when you're trying to go out and, and like you said, the keyword research side and how you're going to compete, et cetera. So, when we looked at Inc, that was really the, the, the impetus for Inc is that um, we do all of that competitive research in real time for you so that um, you can go straight to, to writing and, and doing the optimizations yourself without having to necessarily be a research expert or an SEO expert. It's, it's really focused on that concept of being able to, you on the page, to be able to write something that will actually rank and, and be found and convert for, for your users. And just to give people sort of a visual on it, because we're going to be talking about it, I'm going to share on my screen. Uh, I have ink loaded. You know, it's not a web page. It's actually a desktop application. It's like a, a word processing application. And you can see here, I've got my headline in here. I've got my um, text in there. And then on the right, I've got like SEO. I've got a score. And then I've got things that I can do to SEO it. And then there's also things I can do to improve the grammar as well. So I can improve the content for Google and I can also improve it for readers. And we'll get into it and do a little bit more of a, of a demo, but I just wanted to give people sort of a quick visual of it. Um, let me, and, and before we actually drill down into the tool and this idea of content optimization performance, I just want to detour for a second into voice search because I know that's growing right now, big time. Yeah. They're saying one in four searches are being done either through Siri or Alexa or Google Assistant. And so how do you optimize content for voice search? Yeah, uh, I think we have an Alexa in like every, one, every room in our house. And I've got those like Alexa show things and my kids keep watching YouTube. It's crazy. Anyway, yeah, so that's a, it's a big thing, right? I mean, to think about it, even just, two or three years ago, how ubiquitous those devices have become in the home. And so the, when you're thinking about optimizing content for voice, you, you, you kind of just got to put yourself in this, in that shoe. There's only one answer as opposed to 10 on the first page of, of Google. And those things are being, that one answer is heavily influenced by the top results of search. Right. So it's important to understand that, um, you know, questions, are asked and answered from the from the top results and that's what's being fed in and so you need to optimize your content for questions basically like that's kind of a really good rule of thumb when you're thinking about voice searches like that conversational aspect of things and then um and then the other you know if you think about it we can actually help from the ink side is if you're especially on the first side 
if you're optimizing for the top 10 results or if you're optimizing for featured snippets, you, using Ink will help you actually do that and, and, and get optimized uh, possibly. Um, and then the next thing is, if you're looking at it from an optimization from a question perspective, we're actually working um, on Q&A functionality that we'll be bringing into Ink so that you can maximize that, that voice optimization. And so we see this as a huge thing. We know how important it is, and we're, we're building into that and kind of leading into that, um, yeah, the, that, that marketplace. Uh, incidentally, um, SEMrush just released the State of Voice Search, a, a report, and I interviewed their CMO, Olga Andrienko, for our sister podcast, the B2B Lead Gen podcast. And if you want to listen to that, I'll go ahead and put a link um, in the chat so you can get that as well. Um, how do you figure out the optimal keyword density when you're optimizing content? Um, yeah, so so the, the thing about it is keyword density, even yeah, keyword density and length and like all these components uh, of 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 search and of ranking are really unique to each specific intent, right? So, so, you know, you get these, um, you know, I always get these either like, let me write 500 words for you, or, or let me make sure that you know, your, your article has enough keywords. In it. Well, that the, the days of that are kind of changing. And so when you look at ink, ink will actually um, it, it inform you of the right number of keywords to use based on, all the competition that's out there and what, and what Google and the search engines are really looking for. And um, it's really, it's, it's really a customized approach to finding the right keyword density as opposed to having to guess at that. And, and, and so the short answer is there's no right answer on a broader scale. It's more of a customized specific thing. It's just, that's keyword density. That's length of content. All of those things are heavily influenced by specificity. So uh, there's a popular strategy in SEO known as the skyscraper technique. And the basic idea is, you know, you search a keyword, you see what comes up, you analyze, you read the top, you know, four posts, you really analyze them and you ask yourself, can I create better content than this? Because if I can create better, longer content, then I'll win. And as a result of that, you know, there's all these obnoxious, you know, 10,000 word blog posts online, where if you want a quick answer to an easy question, you got to either sort through a long winded blog post, or you can use the rich snippets. I mean, that's one way, one of the ways Google gets around that, but how does your tool help me figure out what length I need to write, what keyword density I should use, what, technology is it using to sort of score what's going on and, and help me get a better sense of how to make, how to, what I need to do? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, this is a great question. This really goes into the back, the, the, the backside of what we're doing. The, the product that we built is based around um, AI, right? And so first I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm, I'm by no means an AI expert. Um, my partners are really great at that. I've got a, uh, have a whole team based around it. But at a high level, what we're doing from an AI perspective is we use natural uh, language processing on content to find patterns, right? And for example, we find the ideas of the highest ranking content, content what they have in, in common, 
And then we identify what Google's looking for. And I, I know you've used the tool and you can kind of see this in there. We, we then continuously analyze your writing in real time. So as you're with you in the page, we're analyzing what you're doing and we compare it to the commonalities that we're finding um, within the patterns that we're looking at. And then we, we're helping you understand how you stack up. And so again, if, if you're looking at density or length or um, just even engagement, any of those things that, that, that uh, will help you rank, it's specific and unique to that intent that you're trying to rank for. And, um, and we actually leverage our own semantic engine to help make that happen and give you those insights you need to, to do that on a customized basis. It's really cool, actually. It's very, there's, not a lot, uh, there's nothing else in the market that can actually do that in real time. Uh, Terry, I just uh, invited you to uh, become a, a panelist so you could ask your question yourself. Um, so, so who are you optimizing your content for first, readers or Google? You know, the, the, it, it's a great question, but the, the short answer is if you optimize for readers, you op- are optimizing for Google, right? So Google's looking all the time at how readers are interacting with content and they're rewarding the best content with the highest ranking materials, right? So, um, you know, and best, best content's defined as like user engagement and bounce rates and, and, and you, know, all, you know, time on page. And it's, it's really the users that vote, that vote to tell Google what the best search intent is, right? Just by how it's doing. And then it's, and then it's just speeding that up the, the rank itself. So by optimizing for readers, you are optimizing for Google. Terry, you want to ask your question? Uh, yeah, uh, curious um, how you're doing that research on uh, what, what's, what's actually going on with, with Google. Do you have human eyeballs that are doing the research or is it uh, AI that, uh, you know, is looking at millions of, uh, millions of uh, words of text? Yeah, no, we, we built our own ground up AI. Hi, Terry. Thank you for the question, by the way. Um, we, we built our own ground up AI. Man, it'd be really hard to do with humans. That would be dumb. <laughs> the internet's a big place. Um, so we we have um, uh, our own semantic engine. You can kind of think of it as almost like the inverse of, of a search engine, if you will. And and the way we like to explain it is, think of it as like a CT scan. What we're doing is we're overlaying patterns of what everyone else is doing for that 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 match, and then what we're trying to do with that pattern. And then feed that back to the to the writer, so that they have the best op- optional view, or the most optional view of, of what's happening against that keyword or phrase, so they can better be better informed on how to create content that's going to compete the best. So why don't you uh, sort of walk us through a little demo? I'll bring it on screen here, okay, and cool. um, here's what I've got. Okay, this is show notes for last week's guest. We had uh, uh, Jason Barnard on. He is a brand search expert. So he looks at not, you know, what comes up when you search an unbranded keyword, but rather when you search the name of your brand, right? Do you come up first? Do your Twitter boxes load? Do your videos load? Is there a knowledge panel? Um, You know, do you have uh, any rich snippets, you know, sort of looking at, how your reputation is presented by Google when someone searches your name, because obviously, you know, at some point in the customer journey, people are going to search your brand name and, you you know, your branded domain name. 
Yeah. Well, not yet. Just when someone searches your name, you know, obviously, you know, most people want their company to come up first, but then they don't really think about the other results. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, do your social accounts come up under that? Is there a news carousel with news articles? Is there a carousel with your, your, your Twitter, uh, your recent tweets? Uh, Do your YouTube videos show up? Is there a knowledge panel on the right? that has, you know, factual information with links to your social media accounts, you know, all that. And if you wanted an example of it, you could just search Microsoft or Apple and you'll see what a really good branded search looks like. But the way that I create my show notes for this program is I take the audio file, I take it into otter.ai, it generates a text transcript. Then I take the text transcript and I move it over into ink and I basically start writing based on that I synthesize the information in there. So I haven't gotten that far through. I've got like the opener. And then here's a whole paragraph here of just raw um, speech to text AI from Otter that I put in. And so what are we looking at here? Yeah, so so um, the product itself is it's an electron app. So you download it and so it's on your desktop there. So it makes it a really great writing experience. Well, we, we wanted to do a few things with the product. One, we built this AI and we, we knew there needed to be a way to display it. We thought that building an editor would be the best way to do that because what our, our contention is writers need to be able to have free form access to their tone, their brand, their voice and write in the way they want to write. Um, but then be influenced by what our AI is saying and the insights that we're garnering for them so they can actually create um, content that's going to rank. And so what you're looking at here is the, the base editor on the left-hand side, just so you can see, is just kind of the, the setup, the account management uh, documents you can bring in. Um, uh, you, can, you can bring in your files. You can open them. It's very easy to use. It's very intuitive. Um, we, we designed the... the editor through uh, an idea of really trying to be distraction free. So when you're writing, you'll notice that you don't have any of the squiggly lines. You don't have any of like the the grammatical things. Nothing's there to distract you until you're ready to get to that section of editing. And and so all those things are in there. Hopefully, Eric, you've you've noticed that in the product itself. And then the top ribbon is just kind of your your basic writing tools, you know, um, uh, being able to optimize your images, hyperlinks, all those good things. The real magic happens on the right-hand panel, which is our SEO, our, our rank score, and you can open that up there. And what this does is this, this is scoring your content against all other keywords or phrases. The keyword that you're, you're using here is brand SERP, um, which is a great term. Uh, and what, what you'll see here is down below, there's three ways to optimize the content. So let's come to that one last, the relevant topics component of this. Let's start with word tasks. So there's an opportunity to increase your score by 9% by clicking on the word tasks. And it'll show you some general things. So um, you asked about key, uh, word count or, or length, right? Well, what we're seeing here is that in order to rank for brand SERP, your, your content's going to have to be a little bit longer. It's, it's got to be the top ranking candidates are 1,012 words. Um, so you're going to need to be on par with that for, for Google to really give you a chance. Um, in addition, if you scroll down, it looks at things like you're using too many adverbs. I love these things like too hard to read and five very hard to read sentences. Um, 
so we're, we look at things, again, I talked about being found, engaging and converting. Uh, we are actually starting to look at an engagement side of things here, and we consider these exit points. So hard to read is, I believe it's one grade level above uh, what we've determined your audience levels at. Uh, very hard to read is two to three grade levels above that. And what, we, what we're trying to do is help maintain your on-page uh, experience, the, the time on page. And so we're looking at this as a, as a sentence that might be a little bit more difficult than your typical audience would be looking for. And therefore, it's a potential place for them to just click off and leave. And that's the same thing. That's kind of the same way Google looks at uh, at exit points within within an article. And so we, let's we can go back out here. Headline length. We can help you with all of those components as well. If you go back out to the um, next section, yep, yep. Just click on uh, back out of the arrow right there. There. Uh, we can look at document tasks. And this will just kind of help you give you some guide points. Consider using your exact key phrase in the title. Uh, consider using your exact uh, phrase in the first paragraph. Like these are just some general things. And then obviously here with the metadata, you're able to actually add metadata and meta description to any images you bring in and, and, and to any of the, the articles themselves. And it's all happens within the Inc platform. And so very easy to understand, like to follow these rules to increase your score. The The next piece, which I think is our, we're really kind of the magic behind the, the product is the relevant topics. And so the idea here, when we talk about, um, you know, t topical relevance is the, the, the concept that it's, it's all about, do you cover the ideas that people are looking for completely, right? Or do you have enough breadth and depth in your, in your piece of content? And so we use our topical relevance to score all of our Inc free products, but we also, we take it a step further in our Inc Pro, which we're looking at right here. And this will actually give you the concepts that you should consider including into your article to be able to broaden and deepen your expertise in this particular category. And as you do that, as you write about mobile SERPs or brand search or SERPs, you here, you click on any of those, by the way, or you can kind of see it'll, It'll give you some details below here where it'll link you. If you scroll down just a little bit, it'll give you some context. Brand SERPs, uh, sorry, I can't really see it in the sun. Brand SERPs you should be tracking. It actually gives you the source material there. I think that's from SEMrush, it looks like. Um, it's giving you those insights of what you need to consider to uh, put into your article to then get up into the score, uh, you know, get that score up into the, 90s or, or you know, in the mid 90s. And when we do that, we see a, a, a true uplift in your ability to rank. So then the scores you're giving me are based on an analysis of the top ranking pages for this term. So if you're yeah. saying uh, quick answers appeared 19% of desktop and 21% of mobile SERPs, you're saying that's for the pages that are already ranking for this phrase. Yeah, we're, I think what we're, we're, we're really want to consider is that you want to consider including that information into your article to help you help you rank there. That's source material that you can leverage um, as a concept to put into your article to complete the thought. Okay. Um, if anyone has any questions, uh, go ahead and just start putting your questions either in the chat or uh, you could put them in the question area. 
and I will invite you to come on screen to ask your questions. Um, I want to take a break for a minute here because every company has a website, which means every company is in the media business because a website is digital media. And the experience people have on your website directly impacts your impression uh, of that company and your reputation. I'd say it actually shapes your perception. I know when I go to a company that is a bad website, my impression is they're dinosaurs. And I usually feel like, well, if their website isn't good, they're probably not up on current business practices. They're probably gonna be difficult to work with because they, they're, they're, they're not agile. Um, I understand, you know, it's tough to keep a website current, particularly if you're relying on IT to update your site. But if you're in PR or you're in marketing or you're a business owner and you're a non-technical person and you need an easy way to keep your website current, check out IPR software. Uh, they've got a super easy to use digital reputation management platform uh, that you can use without writing a stitch of code. And uh, they've got a really cool offer for listeners of this podcast. If you go to ericschwartzman.com forward slash IPR software and tell them you heard about it on the Earned Media Hour, uh, they'll give you your first month free. So again, go to ericschwartzman.com forward slash IPR software, check it out and see how much easier your life can be. Um, so, so when you think about like positioning Inc. for all, not just for customers, but for investors and sort of for the, in the startup community, you know, what is the, like the, the most important problem that Inc. solves? Yeah. Um, it, it's funny. So t- today, I think the last statistics I saw was like 91% of content gets no traffic. And this means you, Eric, and, and I'm, I'm assuming most of our listeners are, who are writers and marketing at marketers, it's harder to get found. It's, it's more time consuming to plan content that, that will be found, that will engage, that will convert. Like that process is, is frustrating. And we believe that for the first time ever, Inks AI is it's custom built to eliminate that friction point, that frustration help you create content that's uh you know faster it's, it's not blindly i don't think we've all done this you like blindly stare at a blank microsoft word page and you're wondering if your content's going to be good enough to actually perform right and so and then and then being able to to leverage a product like ours that can you can ultimately publish with confidence that you're going to actually be able to reach your audience and we think that that's a huge thing. Like we, we, we're, we're very passionate about the fact that, um, that it's really noisy out there and it's only going to get noisier. And by leveraging a tool like Inc, we're able to help our users rise above that noise. And that's, the, that's really the crux of the problem that we want to solve. Tell us about um, sort of how you're, how you're building this company. How long have you been building this tool? Um, and how are you, are you funding it? Do you have VCs? What's your sort of your, your growth strategy? Yeah. So we're, we're, um, we bootstrapped this ourselves. We actually started, the, I think like a lot of great companies, we, we, we eat our own dog food. Right. And so this came out of, we have a, a really successful SEO agency. Um, 
we struggled with this very problem. And we looked at, there was like, there was a ton of, of products in the market that were focused on focused on the SEO and, and folks that were on the marketing side. But what we saw that is we were trying to get content into the market that was well-researched, well-crafted, on-brand, and would actually rank. There were very few tools, if any, that could do this. And so we were actually doing the competitive research side manually, and it would take us you know, weeks to, to create content. We knew, like, you gave us a topic. I could make it rank. We'd just do it manually. But the problem was it would just take us so long. Our clients would get frustrated and we were doing it. And so we had, to, we had to come up with a better system. And so that's where Inc. was born from. So we've had that agency for almost four and a half, five years now. We started building the guts of Inc. probably about two and a half years ago. We started building our AI. And then, um, and then we launched Inc. free to the world. And we, we believe that there's a, that, that we believe the frustration that all writers or many of the writers we talk to that they're having around this topic, we wanted to democratize that. We think that all writers should have the ability to leverage the, the power of AI like this. And so we put it out there free and we will always be a free version of Inc. out there. And we did that last October, so October of 2019. And we've been steadily growing this and leveraging um, our own uh, profits and also just like our own funding to grow the product to where it is today. So anybody can just download this for free? Yes, if you go to inkforall.com, I can put the, you know, I don't know, we can put it in the chat here, um, but you can go to inkforall.com and you can download it for free um, and you can, you, can, you can use the tool today. Got it. Got it. What is topical relevance scoring? Yeah, and we, we, as we kind of saw in the, in the product itself, um, the, the idea is completing... The, the, you know, completing the thought, right? Covering the ideas that people are looking for. If you think about it, like when you're, what, what, what Google's looking for, what your readers are looking for is, are you an expert in this, in this topic, right? Do you cover it completely from both breadth and depth perspective? And so rel- topical relevance scoring is looking at kind of the expertise that you have on that specific topic and helping, and then helping inform you of how to complete that thought to actually gain the expertise that is needed to be able to rank around that concept. So, I mean, when you think about kind of what you're doing, do you think this is something, you know, a few years out, we're going to see this, this type of functionality in pretty much all word pressing, word processing products? I mean, it kind of makes sense that there would be some sort of guide rails in there as you're drafting rather than having to go to a third party tool you know, for uh, uh, SEO research and then trying to integrate that in as you write, you know, certainly having that and then being able again also to look at, uh, you know, what else is ranking for the keyword that you want to rank and then distilling that information in a way that's useful to somebody writing an article. I mean, is what, what do you think? Is that where we're headed? You think like big vision, like where do we, yeah. So, so it's, it's really interesting. So um, maybe this is like, too close to the forest, the trees kind of a thing. So we've been doing this so long, but I, I can't imagine writing content today that doesn't think about performance at the onset of my content creation process. Like I just, it doesn't even like there's, it doesn't make sense. And so we think beyond just WordPress, we, we think that um, Inc is going to become the platform of, of choice for all content creators to think about scoring and optimizing content 
at the onset of that process so that it's not just about it's 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 not just about writing but it's about writing with a purpose and writing with a purpose to be found and how do you how do you rise above that noise really quickly right and so um we have the wordpress integration that we've that you know i think you've used before but we're actually building integrations and 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 uh, the ability for content creators to put this into any cms with our own api to put this into any of their uh, content management proce- uh, processes like the idea is we're going to be creating a, a, a flexible API that and to give you an example people are coming to us with use cases we haven't even thought of before like there's static site generators like Jekyll and Hugo and like all these different things and we want to be able to give those people the ability to just leverage ink and integrate it into those their their products and their workflow the way they want to do it and so that we, we kind of see a level of ubiquitous um, uh, market capitalization with, with the product by creating those inflection points and those integration points. Like basically a content optimization operating system. You nailed it. That's exactly is that, is that it your is. pitch? Is that what you yeah, call it? Yeah, you can, yeah, that's exactly. We call, it a, we call it a content optimization platform, but that's really what it is. And again, I, I go back to the problem of if there's, you know, I, I, if, if there's 91% of all content gets zero search today, right? And you, and you think about, I think the last stats I saw was, you know, we're, we've created more content in the last uh, two years than in all of human history, right? And, and, and it's projected that that's going to be five times more in the next five years. So as a content creator, as a marketer, you got to think about, like, when I sit down, I'm going to spend money on, on generating all this content. I, I've got to have, have a real strategy around that. And then I've got to know that it's going to, it's going to go somewhere and be successful. And the only way to do that is, is leveraging a tool like Inc to be able to, to do it. And never before have you been able to do this because th- this is cutting edge technology that we've built. So, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. Um, <laughs> now we're in a position where, you know, if we download this tool and we use it before, it becomes popular. We have an advantage, but once everybody's using it, is it? You think it's, it'll still be an advantage because SEO has gotten so competitive. Yes. Yeah, and, and so well, there, there's several there's several things. I love that question, by the way, because I get asked it all the time. What happens when everybody's using it, right? Which that would be awesome. But um, beyond that, you know, SEO's a it's so personalized right now, right? In terms of how specific and intensive is number one. Number two, there's a lot more to do. We see the the um, opportunity for our users with Inc beyond just the being found component, but then as we, we're already writing um, AI that that's um, focused on the engagement side where we're going to help our users understand um, what type of emotional uh, components they need to to write in to actually be able to to engage with their writers or their users better, their their searchers better, right? We're going to then go into the conversion side of things. So, Ink will continue to grow. Performance is not just the top end side of things. There's a lot more that will happen even beyond just like, hey, I'm going to everyone's using this from a you know a, a, an optimization on the found side. We'll be able to go down the funnel funnel pretty quickly. Laura, would you like to ask your question? Okay, so I guess I will ask it. Um, yeah, so Michael, I'm just curious is it, if it's free. Tell me what the business model is here. How do you make money? Yeah, so so um, Inc 
free, we'll, we'll, we will have a free version forever. Um, we will then be building um, our pro version out, uh, which will give you deeper insights. We'll also be able to build out um, a, a Teams version, more business functionality. Um, and so the, the free version is really built for an individual user. The, we will then have a pro version that's built for more professional uh, writers that has a little more insights to it. Um, leveraging the latest and greatest in our AI. And then we'll have a lot more functionality going into collaboration and teams and security. And there's a lot of functionality. So we'll, we'll kind of build those functional approach into the, the product and we'll have more paid versions here in the near future. Hey, just as a use case, I can tell you, um, I'm working with a client based in uh, Australia and uh, I'm sort of coaching their writer to create content for their site and she is not an SEO, but she is a writer. And I basically have her using ink to create her content and they have a WordPress site and you can actually export the blog post as a .ink file. And then you install a plugin in WordPress. And if you're using something like Gutenberg, you can just actually drag the .ink file into the blog post. and rather than having to cut and paste, you know, the headline and put it in one place, the images and then the captions, the metadata, you basically just open that bad boy up in, in, uh, in uh, WordPress and everything's there. And that's really saves a ton of time when you're working with somebody remotely, because now you don't have to worry about cutting and pasting out of a Google doc and downloading images, you know, it's all done for you. And I think that's really a useful feature. Uh, are there any other integrations besides WordPress or is that pretty much where you guys are headed with this? No. So, um, so first of all, uh, the, the WordPress integration was kind of a light bulb moment for us. So we learned that users were, like you said, they were copying and pasting and they were, um, they were losing a ton of optimizations in there, like their image optimization and all their metadata. It was just a huge pain, right? So we wanted to make that easier. And so we made the WordPress plugin so that you can just, like you said, easily drag and drop the entire file. And it's got all the optimization built in there um, from, from, you know, your metadata and your meta, meta subscription. It's actually our meta description. It's, it's, it's all um, in the WordPress store now, which we're really excited that we got there in there. So it's really easy to download that. Um, and really cool. One other feature, Eric, that you might like is that um, it, you can actually um, download your WordPress files to Ink in reverse and optimize them. So if there's blog posts or there's art, or there's product descriptions or any of those things, it, it actually doesn't just work from Ink to WordPress, but from WordPress back to Ink. So if there's so if you have like evergreen content, you want to continue to optimize, which we highly recommend that you're continually monitoring that and looking at. You know, we look at your content as like an as like asset management, right? So um, that's a really cool functionality. But what we've learned from that is we got to go a step further. And the way the product is built is it's a flexible API. And, and therefore, WordPress is our, is our first foray into this. But we will be allowing our users and building ourselves more integration points where, you know, 10, 10 lines of code or less, you can integrate into... HubSpot, or if you want to go into, um, you know, a custom CMS or, or Adobe Experience Manager, whatever it is, we'll be able to do that all from Inc. And, and that's where we see the uplift for us, that eliminating those friction points by building better integrations. We think that that's going to really help us uh, get into the market further and faster. 
So uh, should we try that feature? You want to walk me through it? No. <laughs> yes, let's go ahead and do it. All right, I'm going to share my screen. Like... Yep. And here's some uh, some uh, couple of recent blog posts here. We could do this one, say, the post-COVID email marketing best practices for 2021 post. Yeah, there should be a widget. Let me, uh, it's hard for me to see on the screen. I'm sorry. It's small. Is there an ink piece on the side there? You've downloaded the ink. Um, I do editor, use, right? yeah. I mean, I've, I've got it installed because I can drag and drop an ink file into a blog post but I don't see a way to export here. Hold on. And, and you may, did you, did, maybe the version that you have of this too, because this is a new feature. Okay. Um, so we, I'm not sure if you have, sorry, I can't see the screen that well with the sun. Let me uh, make it bigger. Okay. I'll tell you right now. A little too big. <laughs> Just a little delayed reaction yeah. here on zoom. How about that? Yeah, that should be good. Now I've got to find the feature. I'll tell you what, I'll send you, there's a, we have a wiki on it, so I'll send you how to do it. Okay. I got to find it. I got to find it on here and I'm, I'm not finding the, the link on there. In terms of like hard data, have you, do you have any case studies or data studies that, um, you know, that might be useful to people who are sort of considering uh, using the product? Yes. And I'll send this to you. So we, we've done some extensive um, work on, on, on our end to do a data study around the success of Inc. And, and what it means by using using the platform. We found that uh, users that, that write with Inc. and score in the 90s are 450% more likely to to rank in the in the top 10 in Google against their competition. Wow. And so, and I'll, I'll actually put, let me see if I can put this data study into chat. We also have a case study that we did on ourselves for our own site. And I'll put that in there as well. And if you are um, listening on social media or if you're listening to the podcast, I'll have a link on the show notes. So I'll go ahead and transfer that over so that you can yeah, uh, put those in there for you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I got the data study and then I have the, the case study. Perfect. Camille, welcome. Hi there. Hi. Thanks for doing this, Michael and Eric. Um, so my question is, I'm working with a nonprofit. Sorry, I have a, a bit of a cold, so it's not COVID. It's just a cold. Um, <laughs> I'm working with a nonprofit. Um, these days, right? What's that? It has to be prefaced these days. I know, I know. You can never be too careful. Uh, I'm working with a nonprofit in the um, legal area, and they do um, – continuing education, a lot of different things. Uh, but they do webinars and um, sessions, uh, panel discussions with experts in the field. And I, I like the idea that um, you can use, like you said, Eric, otter.ai to transcribe the, um, the session. Um, but I guess my, my question is the challenge I'm thinking about is not all of the speakers in the session use the same terms. And there may or may not be one term that can sum up the whole session. So how would Inc. Um, synthesize the content or optimize it? Or what's the way, so, best way to so think about it? Are you thinking from a, like from a, key, a keyword perspective? Like, okay, right. so the, the, the cool thing about Inc. is that once you identify 
um, the the main keyword or, or key phrase that you, know, you pick, and we, we talk about this in our, our keyword um, strategy that we use. I don't, I don't know if Eric can talk about that a little bit more, but but um, when you think about keyword strategy, you don't really need to have a hundred variations of that that keyword, right? And so, and and it, and it, as long as they're somewhat related. Ink will automatically optimize for all related keywords or phrases for a specific intent. It does that okay. through the AI that we've written and, and how it actually optimizes that content. So, um, you know, I, I need I need to understand the use case a little bit more, like how related those keywords are. But if they're the, if they're similar um, in, in concept, then um, Ink should be able to optimize those keywords or phrases, or those you know, for all of those keywords or phrases for those intents. Okay. Um, and then, um, as Eric was mentioning, you know, it would make a recommendation for the number of words um, because say this is a 45 minute or an hour long webinar. Um, we wouldn't want to just throw up the transcript, but so Inc. would help us to develop the content into an article. Is that right? Yeah, well, I mean, you, you would be writing the article. Inc. would help you um, determine, you know, how long that needs to be for that specific keyword and help you understand the concepts you need to include. And I would imagine if you have a 45-minute um, webinar, you're going to want to edit a lot of that down to the most salient point. Right. Um, I right. think you, you should be able to do that leveraging Inc. to really help you um, synthesize a little bit a little bit more efficiently. It's interesting because, um, you know, they've always said that dense copy block is a deterrent to communications online. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting how the hard to read and very hard to read scoring in the app kind of shows you where people are going to stop reading, you know, and really sort of lets you see where you've got to dumb it down. It doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily help you with structure or the overarching, you know, presentation of of the of the information you still have to do that on your own but if okay. if you if you can do that much it can at least help you uh tweak the 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 writing so that it's going to you know work for google as well as people okay what's really cool about it is we're looking at it from an audience perspective right so if you put a um if you put an article up on you know nuclear physics and we're going to know that you're probably going to the audience is probably going to be phd level folks they're going to want that to be a a a dense you know and inks can understand like we need to have this needs to be a white paper and it should be two thousand or three thousand words right because that's what the expectation is lawyers same thing like lawyers you know might be different than an article on you know, how you, you know, you, you're baking a specific cake and a recipe that goes with that and who the audience might be for that. So again, as I think hopefully the, if there's one thing you can take from, from this conversation is that there's, su- there's such customization and, 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 and being able to be found today is all about tailoring to your audience. And frankly, that's really hard to do without some assistance today. And that, that's really, you know, I think of Inc. is like the, you know, I use Waze everywhere I go, right? It's kind of like Waze for your content. It's a way to navigate a very complex city um, in, a, in, in a very easy manner. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you. 
Let, let's talk for a minute about, um, about content strategy. Oh, yeah. So one of the hardest things is just coming up with the keyword that you want to rank for. Mm-hmm. Like that's an art. And so, you know, well, the way uh, ink works, I have to know that keyword. Ink doesn't tell me what that keyword is. Right. So how do I figure that out? Yeah. So um, we look at, we look at keyword strategy uh, very much like the art of war, right? We want to know that we can win the battle before we step on the battlefield. And so we take, there's a couple things that we do. And I'll I'll give you a real world example of this, but um, we, and and the other thing I can tell you is that we're probably going to build a a webinar around this, around this strategy that I would love to share with you. I, I put the, the case study in here around it. But um, the idea is we look for the highest volume keywords. We understand our persona. Like we look at who we want to go after, what our audience looks like, how we're going to go and where they live and what they're looking for. Um, And then we look for keywords that are the highest potential ranking with the lowest um, difficulty in, in, in them. So we use tools like there's, I mean, there's a ton of keyword tools out there from, uh, keyword finder to Uber suggest to, to Ahrefs, right? You can go do that. And, and, and one of the reasons why we intentionally did not go into keyword research is just because the market's kind of flooded with those products. And if we're going to do it, we want to do it in a different way. So, but, but that strategy of that, you know, best targeted, con- uh, best targeted keyword, highest possible vo- volume, lowest difficulty, we then dump that into a spreadsheet. And we start like really digging through that data to try to build a strategy around it. And so as a real world example of this, um, the ink for all blog, um, like I said, we're big believers that we need to kind of eat our own dog food. And so the ink for all blog in, let's just say May of, of this year, end of May, beginning of June, we had about 400 users a month coming to the site. And Alexander, my partner called me one night and said, Hey, you know, it's time to turn this on. I've come up with a strategy. Let's implement it. And we looked at where we could get the biggest bang for a buck, looking for um, the content creator market, the keywords that we'd be able to go after for those people. We came up with 64 articles, 64 keywords that we wanted to optimize for. And we then actually outsourced this to a company called Crowd Content. Um, and we had their writers write for us. And we said, okay, the only caveat to this is you have to deliver us a score back of 90 or better in ink. You have to give us ink files back and it's got to score 90 or better for us to publish it. And so we started publishing in like, let's just say mid June. It took us until the middle of July to have everything built out and, and on the site. Um, and I believe yesterday, so we're talking hundred days later, maybe 110 days later. Um, we had over a hundred thousand people coming to our site, hundred thousand monthly visitors to our site when we looked at the rank. So it's like nine or nine thousand percent increase, right? When you when you think about it, and that's been a steady increase because of it. And it's all based on this concept of persona, finding those keywords that matter, looking for the difficulty to compete with them, and then trying to win. Just as a quick that are, here, um, so here's the yeah. the site. Um, in May, doing about 5,000 in traffic. Next month, 42,000 in traffic, 95,000, 162,000, and now 320,000 
uh, organic visitors a month. That's huge. Yeah, traffic so, and it's just so it proves a couple things. And again, I put the case study in there. You guys can can read it, and hopefully, you'll share it on the podcast. But but it proves a few things. One, strategy matters. And again, I would love to do a, a, a webcast just on this alone because my partner is just really awesome at it. And we've implemented this a few times across different friends of ours and different businesses that we work with. But it's all about that strategy, and then it's all about once you have that strategy, optimizing with ink. And if you score in that ninety your chances of ranking just they skyrocket. And so that's with very minimal, I don't think we did any real link strategy. And, and, and the crazy thing about it was, I think our domain rating, how, how authoritative our site was, you can probably look at it on there. I want to say it was in like the 20s when we started in May. It's now in the 50s. On other sites that we've done, it's taken me years to get into the 50s on a domain rating, right? We did that in, in, in less than, in basically a quarter. And so... You know, again, if you the, the concept of giving your audience what they're looking for, proving that you have expertise in your your field, and then and then feeding that into Google the right way, you're going to be able to get some uplift on on your content. Well, we'll definitely take you up on um, that follow up webinar. Maybe we'll do that um, next uh, quarter uh, in Q one with your partner and do a session on keyword strategy. It, it's a fun uh, one. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Um, do we, you know if we don't have any more questions? Uh, any any last minute hand raisers here? I just want to put that out there because I'm going to wrap it up. If if there's no more questions, just give you guys a second. Okay. Well, I want to thank you for joining us. Um, again, if you're in marketing or PR or social media, and you're looking to grow your market share through earned owned or shared media, check out the 2021 social media trends report right now at ericschwartzman.com forward slash talkwalker because it's going to help you generate more leads in less time. So go to ericschwartzman.com forward slash talkwalker and read the 2021 social media trends report before your competitors do. And if you're responsible for managing your brand's online reputation, Go to ericschwartzman.com forward slash IPR software and tell them you heard about them on the Earned Media Hour, and they'll give you your first month free. Um, if you're watching on social, if you're listening to the podcast and you want to join us live, we're here every Wednesday at the same time, 12 o'clock Pacific time. And uh, next Wednesday, actually, we're going to have Sam Whitmore of the Sam Whitmore Media Survey. Sam has been researching, he's a former Ziff Davis journalist who's been researching tech media and spotting trends, sharing tips and pitching uh, uh, tips about how to approach different outlets as well as tracking reporter moves for 20 years. And we're gonna talk about what it takes to build an effective pitch uh, for early stage tech startups and really for any tech story that you're pitching. So join us for that. Uh, if you do P uh, tech PR or if you want to be featured in the tech press, Sam is a great guy to know. So join us next week for insight on how the pandemic has impacted tech coverage. As always, just subscribe to this podcast. Go to ericschwartzman.com forward slash earned media. And Michael, if people want to get a hold of you and try Ink for All, what's the best way for them to do that? Yes. Yeah, so um, they can go to inkforall.com. 
and download the Inc. platform. If they want to get a hold of me, they can go to LinkedIn and look up Michael Yamansky. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. You should be able to put a link in there as well. Um, or you could email me at, at michael at inkco.co. Thanks so much for having me, Eric. This is awesome. Cool. And just one last note to Terry, um, a link to the B2B Lead Gen podcast is in the chat. So head on over there and you can get the um, interview with the CMO of SEMrush talking about uh, the state of voice search report, which was really a fascinating interview. I hope to have that up next week. Uh, Michael, thank you so much for joining us. I will follow up with you about having your partner on next uh, quarter to talk about keyword strategy. Everyone else, thanks for uh, joining us today for the Earned Media Hour. Have a great week. Bye-bye.